Welcome to Conversations Live. For more than a decade, we've brought you the best in books, entertainment, celebrity interviews, and current events. When the movers and shakers of the world have something to say to you, they say it to us first. Here's your host, Cyrus Webb. Welcome back, everyone, to Conversations Live. I'm your host, Cyrus Webb. Glad you all could join us once again. For a radio audience tuning in at WYAD 94.1 FM and WYADonline.com, we're glad that you all can be with us. Also, tuning in through online affiliates around the world, we're glad you all could join us as well. I'm so excited to welcome back my friend, best-selling author Iris Bowling, to our broadcast today. She has another book out, y'all. We've talked about like 18 this year already, but... But she has another one that just came out as we're wrapping up what is National Book Month. The book is called Siblings. We're going to talk to her not only about the new book, the amazing year she's been able to have, and also the great things that she has coming up, including a very special club you all can be a part of. You can get free books. So definitely stay tuned for that. If you guys are not following Iris, we will let you guys know how to be able to do that. But Iris, welcome back to the broadcast. Glad to be with you again. Well, it is always good to hear your voice and talk with you. <laughs> so thank you for having me back again. Of course, of course. So Iris, like I said, you've you've released already, you know, a whole lot of books this year. You you've been very busy as always uh, for 2023. So first of all, congratulations to you on another great year. We were talking on another platform, and Iris has not only, of course, been able to give us, you know, a a series uh, of of ebooks you guys have been able to read, a, a great wedding series, uh, but also, of course, mm-hmm. giving us another book in the Nate Rain series. Uh, she's been a part of another group of talented authors around June. And now, as I mentioned, she's celebrating the release of Siblings. So, Iris, I want to talk about this big picture. Talk to us about what this year has been like for you. It's been busy. Uh, It's been very busy. And the thing thing about it is all of the the books that that I've done this year have all been in, like, different genres. Mm. You know, so it is something to jump from romance to thriller to history, to sci-fi. So that's yeah. really what it's been, because each one of those books have been released this year. Um, the wedding series, like you said, that's romance all the way through, even though some people would say I have some suspense in there, which, you know, it kind of mixed in for me. And then, yeah. <laughs> then we have um, Nate Rains, which is, is really thriller, conspiracy theories, police procedures, things of that nature. And then we had Juneteenth, which was really um, a, a romantic historical um, because we got into a little bit of the history of, of here, my home, Richmond, Virginia. Yeah. And then we have um, Siblings, which is go- taking you into the sci-fi world. So my mind has been reeling on Cyrus, right. really. It's, it's been interesting up there in my brain. <laughs> Yeah, and so I wanted to break this down. Of course, our main thing we're going to talk about is is Sibs and Siblings, the new book, Iris. But I think this is so interesting because I'm going to tell you, I, I'm a person, I love to read reading. I'm very fortunate that I have a job that encourages reading even more, which is right, always great. Right. Um, but I will say this, though. It, I mean, for those who just love you as an author, you have really given us what we like. And and that's unusual. And I bring this up, and you know this to be true for yourself as well, Iris. Most authors are giving us one, maybe two books a year. 
Um, I have David oh. Baldacci coming up later on um, in November, and he's he's good for giving oh, us two God. or three sometimes, right? And um, so, yeah. but talk to us about that because how that decision for you because you you have a lot going on. How do you decide how you're going to release? You know, we actually I actually put together a plan um, the year before. Like we've already scheduled release books for 24 and the beginning of 25. So oh, wow. we, I actually sit down. I sit down and I plan out um, what I'm what I'm going to be doing. And mm-hmm. the one thing that I I've, I'm so grateful for is I do have. Um, an author assistant that is much more than an assistant, but we we sit down and we schedule things out, and she tried to keep me on pace because a book would pop. I could be writing one book, and another story would pop up in my head, and I would jump over there, and and then I'll be jumping over here, and then I'll be jumping over there, and she kind of keeps me grounded, like okay, okay, we're going in this direction first, and then we're going here. But what I try to do with my series is I try to drop at least one book in each of my series um, somewhere during the year, which is kind of hard now because I have like seven or eight series out there now. (laughs) Right, right. But I do. I try to drop um, at least one book um, in each one of my series. Um, doing throughout the year, throughout the year. So we plan it that way. You know, we plan it that way. And you just said David Batachi. I love David Batachi. Yeah, he he's he's amazing. Oh, and I I'm gonna give you. He's well, I'm not gonna from, tell that on the air. He's actually from yeah. Richmond, Richmond, Virginia, too. Mhm. Yeah, I was gonna tell you yeah. something about. It. But see, I forget. I forget. Iris and I are actually talking where other people could hear. I was about to share something with her. I haven't announced publicly, but I'll have to do that. Um, I have to do that off the. Off the this is what happens when you're talking with Iris well, because I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, I was going to say, oh, we got, but I was like, oh, no, can't talk about that. So back to you, Iris. So so, so, so let's talk about something that we did talk about in another interview, Iris, because I think it's relevant mm-hmm. to siblings, and that is the connection, that what you call in your own words the bridge, and that was news mm-hmm. with curves. I want to talk about that yes. because it kind of has a point to do with two things you did this year, giving us another Nate Rains book, but also, of course, giving us now siblings. Uh, and you know, yeah. of course, in Sibs. So, talk to us about news with Curse and 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 the putting together of that book. Because after that interview, I was really thinking, wow, that is really so interesting. Talk to us about that book and how you knew it would be pivotal, not only in the series at the time, but also in your career. Well, the when I when I decided that I wanted to do get into writing thrillers. Um, police procedures, and I also knew I wanted to touch into sci-fi. I knew mm-hmm. that my readers were used to me having romance. I, I am a romance mm-hmm. writer at heart. That's who I am. Um, but I knew I wanted to touch into these other genres. But you have to let the audience know that you're going to do something like that. I, I couldn't, I didn't feel comfortable just dropping a Nate Rains book without letting my readers, my reader base know hey, I'm going to switch up just a little bit on you over here. So I wanted to do a story that would ease them into both Nate Brains and the Tysons, which is my sci-fi family. And so I decided to do a romance, which they were used to doing, getting from me, and adding my suspense um, in there and introducing the Tyson brothers all in one 
what I called a bridge book. And that's what News with Curse was. When I wrote it, I knew that was my purpose. Um, That's one of the reasons why I made Rachel Fontaine a news reporter, because she could be reporting on what was happening with the Nate Rains folks, the police department, um, in the story, and people would, would be able to follow that. And then she would fall in love with Wade Tyson, which is my sci-fi family. So Rachel Fontaine is my bridge into both of those worlds, the Nate Rain series and um, the Siblings um, series. And that's and, and to me, that was just a good business decision um, because gotcha. if you used to get if your customer is used to getting hot dogs from you, and then all of a sudden you are sending them hamburgers. You need to let them know why that change that that change is coming, so they can prepare themselves. Number one, and so that they'll be ready to bite into that burger, if that makes yeah. sense to you. So for uh, me, Iris, you just, just gave you just gave a, a free business lesson right there. That I did. It, you did because. I have definitely followed that model, but it's one of the things I definitely encourage other people. There's nothing that says you can't do multiple things, but the mm-hmm. the, the problem is not letting the audience know that you've decided to do multiple <laughs> things. Those and things. I, yeah, yeah. I love the way you just explained that because that that does show that the importance of that. So, okay, so I wanted to ask you about that with news with news with the curve. So, with that being said, again, as I mentioned this year, you gave us another Nate Rains book. I have mine right here. That's Backlash, and also, of course, you had introduced us to Sibs, and now we have the new book, Siblings. Talk to us then about Sibs and what it was like for you in constructing that world. And and Sibs, listen, I had to do a lot of research because this was my first time really venturing into. Um, sci-fi, and I, I didn't want to go hardcore sci-fi. I want to go what some would refer to as, as soft sci-fi. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to introduce a, a normal family, which, um, well, they're not really normal, but <laughs> they are um, just five brothers. And the great thing about them is they are all adopted brothers. They are not, um, mm-hmm. I'm going to say blood-related, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, they're not okay. motivated, but they're they're average, they're average um, family. And when I started on the series, I wanted it to be a slow rollout to the sci-fi element of the story. So when I introduce you to the Tysons and news with hers in the next story, I kind of gave you Wade's story because he's the center of the universe um, when it comes to the sci-fi world of what I call portion of Iris World. So in my sci-fi portion of Iris World, Wade Tyson is the center of the universe. And so I wanted people to really get to know him and why he's the center of, of the universe and how he became so and how he is going to receive each of his different powers um, that he is going to possess. And in Sib, that's what we did. We introduced you to how they came to be how all of them, all of the sibling brothers came to be. And then in, in, and we introduce you to, to Wade's story, you know, how Wade became, is going to become the Wade Tyson that we know, that we're going to get to know. Um, yeah. And so then with siblings is when you see Wade begin to explore 
some of his powers. And his powers come to him kind of like one journal at a time because he can't intake all of them at the same time. It would literally kill him. You know, so his powers come to him one power at a time. And if people are paying attention, you will see that Wade's powers are really the elements of, of, of our society. So um, that's, yeah. that's, how, that's how they came to be. Yeah. I, I think there's, a, there's so many, though, it, it definitely is entertaining, but I had gone back actually and reread Sibs before – you know, the release of siblings. And siblings I'm not done mm-hmm. with. I want our audience to know. I was just share with Iris that I have not finished siblings yet, but we will let you all know mm-hmm. how you can be able to get it both uh, in print as well as the Kindle edition. But what I thought was interesting was a point, a note I'd made for myself in Sibs that I really had forgotten, uh, Iris. I want to talk to you about it because I think it's an interesting point as we talk about this series in the new book. There's a conversation mm-hmm. uh, in, in the book Sibs with Monty, Drake, and Rachel. And they're talking about, um, I'm just going to call it natural selection. And basically, the point, the conversation was about getting rid of those who didn't measure up to standards. I thought it was so mm. interesting and in kind of going back and reading that and thinking about the world we live in, where we are so quick to to do that to people today. That we, if you do not meet up to our standard of what you know, being beautiful is or handsome or, you know, Mm -hmm. or important that you are not seen as worthy. What was that like for you in creating this series? Did you know that was a theme you wanted to explore in this? You know, I did. And I I actually started that theme in News with Curves because at the very beginning of News with Curves, to be honest with you, because we talk about the fact that Rachel is a news reporter well, she wants to be an on, on-screen news reporter. However, she's being told that um, she can't because of her size. And we in this, we, for whatever reason, we set our standards of what is acceptable and what is not acceptable. And right. then those who do not fit within our individual standards of what is acceptable, we tend to push them aside or right. make them feel insignificant. But what we need to come to understand is those people that we are pushing aside is probably that person that's going to open a door for you somewhere else. Or it is probably that person that's going to push you harder than what someone, another person may do. You know, we have a way of dismissing um, people if they don't live up to our standards. I think one of the main things that we need to understand about people or about humans is that, hey, all of us have feelings. Yeah. <laughs> all of us have feelings. And right. all we want to do is we want to we want to be accepted. And that's what it is. And one of the things I hope that the the news occurs, the Sibs and the siblings book all bring and the rest of the series that comes with the Sibs and what I hope is that we understand that we are all a society of people. Some are at different levels. Some are at higher. Some are at lower. Some are at the same level as that as as you are. But we all want to be accepted, and we all have a place in this universe, regardless of yeah. what our powers may or may not be, or what our yeah. looks may or may not be. We all have a place in this world. And yes, to answer your question, I set out for that to be a theme, and I started it in News with Curves, and I made the siblings all different 
so that they could we could show we can accept them too. And then in siblings, we have what way really comes out to be different, and we see how people are beginning to accept him and yeah. his powers that he's bringing along too. So yes, I did set out for that to be a wow. Of course, we're already halfway through this conversation. I need to say for those who are just tuning in, either on the radio side or online, you're listening to Conversations Live. We have back with us best-selling author Iris Bowling. Iris is having another great year, giving us some great books for those who enjoy romance. Also, of course, those who are very interested uh, in mystery suspense, she's given us something, but now also something that's in sci-fi as well. Uh, you know, I, I think, you know, that is – that that is one of the cool things that you know people um really i think when they kind of think about you iris we never know of course what we're going to get with a book but we definitely enjoy it i i think you know for me though you said something else interesting and it goes to another conversation you and i had and that is about one's embracing one's powers and i want to talk about your influence mm-hmm. not only in the literary world but also in business, because for those who don't know, Iris is not just a best-selling author. She's also a producer. She's had a television series. She's been able to produce a, a movie as well. Talk to us about that for yourself, Iris, what it's been like for you to embrace your power over the years. You know, it's, it's when something interests me, I will go out there and I will learn about it. And once I've learned about it, then I'm going to go out there and I'm going to try to apply it. And I think that is such a powerful thing for any individual to have is that drive to go out and learn new things and then try to apply those things that you learn. And when it came to doing the the film projects and things of that nature, that's exactly what I did. You know, when someone does not um, readily open the door, for you for something that you want, then sometimes you have to build the table, you have to open that door for yourself. Yeah. And when it came to film, you know, I wasn't I wasn't getting anybody to come and say, Hey, we want to turn your book into a film or anything like that. So I kinda of had to go out there and do it for myself. You know, and yeah. that's how we ended up with the T V series. I went out and I and I had some very, very talented people, um that came along and helped me with that project. Um, and once we did that, then, you know, of course, um, Beverly Jenkins, you know, said, hey, you you can do my book. And then we went and we made her book into a full-length film um, as well. So sometimes that power that we have is really within each individual person. If you see something out there that you want to do, um, and you don't know how to do it, go out there and learn about it, and then apply it. And keep applying yeah. it until you get it to the point where it's working for you. So that's the power yeah. that all of us have within us. So what about the power on the other side of that? And I appreciate you saying that, Iris, and I think it's a great encouragement for our audience out there, anyone who has a goal or vision or dream for themselves. But what about the power you've been able to have with readers? I mean, that you make them when Iris Bowling says that she's going to have a new book. You have people excited before they even know what the book's about. I mean, talk to us about what that's been like for you. Oh, I love love my readers. Um, I have a wonderful base. Um, And 
and, and they've been there with me. A lot of them have been there with me from the beginning, and then some have, have come on board um, since then. But my readers um, are very, very loyal. But they also let me know when I, I put something out there and they say, mm, I don't, I don't know, Iris. You know, they'll let me, they'll let me know. It. <laughs> but, um, but they have been um, with me for a long time, and you're right. I can, I can tell them I'm dropping a book, and before they know what series it is or what, um, what genre it might be in, they go out there and they will purchase that book, and they will give me a chance. You know, just like when we switched up to, to to the Nate Rain series, I was very fearful that a lot of them would not follow me over to the Nate Rain series because they they were basically romance readers. But they trusted me enough to follow me into the Nate Rain series, and now they're following me into this siblings, um, the siblings, the um series. And yeah. I think that's what it comes down to, Cyrus. I think it comes down to trust the readers are going to trust that I'm going to give them a good story and I'm going to trust them to let me know that it's working or it's not working. And I think yeah. that is what, that is, that is the wonderful thing about the power that you better ought to have with their readers is to make sure that the trust is there. That's where the power comes in is the trust that they know right. you're going to give them a good story, regardless of what genre it's in. They know you're going to give them a good story. And they followed me to the film work, too, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Not just the the, um, the books, but they followed me into the film world, too. And, and they trusted that I was going to give them a good product. And I think we did. And not only that, I, I, as an early riser, uh, Iris, I remember when your television show was airing in the morning, they would be up early, <laughs> you know, writing about, yeah. the, about the, the TV show. I mean, so, yeah. you know, it... it it's really been remarkable to to watch. I mean, I guess I can't say anything. I was right there too, but I mean, I, but it really does go to show that they that they will be there. So um, I, I wanted to spend the most of our time talking about Sibs, but I did want to ask you, as I, I said to Steve before we went on. So um, as I mentioned earlier, I have not finished Siblings yet, the second book in the series. Mm-hmm. Do you write your books? So I'll ask you this question generally. I think it applies to this series too, but do you generally write for your books to be standalones, or do you, when you're writing series, Iris, do you like for people to kind of follow them, the flow from book to book? It's, it's, it's a much more rewarding experience if you follow it from book to book to book. However, the, when I write a book, I write it, so I hope, my hope is that I'm writing it so that the person could pick up that story and get a full story and gain enough interest to want to go back and read the others so that they can pick okay. it up at the beginning. So when I when I write it, any any one of my books um, that you pick up, you can pretty much catch on to it, get a full story as to what's going on. But what my readers will find out is that somewhere along the line, every one of my series, every one of my characters, they may show up anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, so you have my heart series, you have some heart series characters that's going to show up in just about every book that I write because it's a, it's a, I call it the Iris World. And we have a president of Iris World. <laughs> yeah. We have a president. 
and we have his family, and then we have mayors in our small towns, and we have sheriff's offices, police officers, and all of that. So the books, when you pick up one of my books, you're probably going to see a familiar character if you have read one of the other series. You're probably going to see a familiar character in there because they are all interconnected in Iris' world. You know, so you can get a full story if you pick up one book, but it's a much more rewarding um, story when you're following them through. Um, one more question on that, then I want to ask you about something I mentioned at the at the um, beginning in my introduction. That is uh, your book of the month that you're about to start. But um, with that being said, though, Iris, with this new series with Sibs, because it is different, do you, mm-hmm. as a, if someone asks you, should I start with Sibs? Is that what you would recommend for the series? I would recommend that they start with News with Curves. Uh, because okay. with News with Curves, you meet all of the Tysons. You kind of okay. you kind of know that background. Um, you are introduced to them. You are introduced to Wade and to uh, Rachel. And Wade is the main character in the in the Society of Intellectual Beings series. He okay. is that main that main focus. So where you really get to meet Wade, and you see where Wade found that love of his life, you could will find that in News for Curves. So I would tell people read News for Curves. And then go into sips, and then read siblings. Got it, got it. So, as if you did not have a lot of other things going on, um, <laughs> the other thing that we talked about recently in another conversation, Iris, is you you're part of a book of the month event. Talk to our audience about how the idea came about for this, and and how they can be a part of this and get some free books. Oh, I'm so excited about it. it's the Red Herring Book of the Month Club. And people can go to my website, and you're going to get it in a number of authors' newsletters too, and you can join. It is free to join, and you are going to get um, free books. You're going to get a free book every month from on starting January all the way through to December of 2024. And as a matter of fact, in December of 2024, you can get tips in that one mm-hmm. month. So you're going to get a free book. All you have to do is join, give us your email address, and sit back and wait for those e-books to drop in your mailbox um, the first week of every month. And they're from different authors. You're going to have, you have 12, count myself 13, um, wonderful authors that is going to share their stories with you for free, for free. And they're from all over. We have someone from, an author from Australia. You have an author from London. Um, We have one author who is in Mexico. And then, of course, you have a a variety of authors from the United States. And you have them in different genres, too. We have a a, a YA author who is going to share her stories uh, with us. You have um, suspense. Um, authors, you have thriller authors, you have um, romance authors in there. So you're going to get a little bit of everything um, in there. And it's it's so great to work with your fellow authors on a project like this because it benefits everyone. Exactly. Love that. And Iris, let them know how they can be able to be a part of that. You can go to my website, irisbowling.com, and it's right on the front page. You don't have to go look at none of my stuff. But you can go right there, and you will be able to join um, right there. Or you can go to the Red Herring Book Club of the Month dot com, and you'll be able to join there as well. 
And Iris, I want to mention this too for our audience. As I said, uh, Sibs is available now. Siblings is also available. If you guys go through Amazon, mm -hmm. you'll see that Siblings is available on the Kindle. However, if you go to Iris's website, you can be able to actually order you a, a print copy of the book as well. I went through the process mm -hmm. myself and ordered a print copy of, of, of Siblings. I'd already gotten the Kindle edition, but I'm a person who loves to hold books, so I went ahead and, <laughs> and went to their website. It is so easy to be able to do, so definitely want to let you guys know that. And Iris, you can pretty much get all of your books there through the website as well, right? You can. You can go there, and you have your choice. Once you go to the website, it's really your choice on what retailer you want to go through because I give you access to all of them. So if you're yeah. an Apple person and you want uh, Apple books, you can order it from Apple um, through my website. And then the other wonderful thing is if you are an Amazon, you're a Kindle person, and you want to use your Amazon Pay in order to do it, you can also do that, you know, as well. So any retailer that you want to purchase the book through, whether it's Barnes & Noble, Apple, Kobo, um, Google Play, um, Amazon, it's all right there. Or if you want to order it directly from me, from my website, you can do it. Um, you can do it that way too. So the website is the quickest and easiest way to get any of my merchandise, any of my books if you want to um, do one of my workshops um, that I that I do, my self-help workshops, you can do it all from my website. Everything is available from my website. <laughs> there you go. She's made it very easy for you guys. Iris, always a pleasure. This has always been another great conversation with you. Congratulations on all the great books this year, including Siblings, the newest book. Definitely looking forward to our next conversation together, Iris. Okay, I'm looking forward to it, too. And you, whenever we can find time, your schedule, my schedule, we're going to do this. <laughs> okay, you got it. You got it. <laughs> and we thank your audience for tuning in to another great segment of Conversations Live. Until next time, I'm your host, Cyrus Webb, saying, as always, enjoy your day, enjoy your life, enjoy your world. Thank you all for choosing Conversations Live. Let's go make today amazing. Take care.